Listener Production. G'day, it's Rusty here, all set for part two of my podcast with genuine touring car racing royalty, Gabriele Tarquini. We recorded this chat with the Italian trackside in a corporate suite at Bathurst on his first visit to Mount Panorama. While this second part focuses on his saloon car racing career, make sure you check out part one in the library, especially if you haven't heard it yet. There's his impressions of Bathurst, the early days for him in karting on the way to Italian and world titles, how he initially had no desire to go car racing, and the frustrations of F1 with minnow teams that didn't have the machinery or the budgets for us to really get a sense of his single-seater talent. Plus, his move into touring cars and how it would lead to incredible success, a chapter of immense longevity that is unlikely to ever be repeated. We begin part two by talking about the great Murray Walker, the famous, the legendary commentator who Gabrielli came across both in F1, but also when Murray was that captivating voice of the BTCC. Lots of passion among the British fans for the BTCC. And you came through in a period, I was very lucky in my broadcasting career, I got to work with Murray Walker twice. Oh, good. I, I, only in a very small way, Gabrielli, but I remember it very fondly. He was the voice of British touring car racing back then, and his commentary, even now, it's still iconic, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I knew him in Formula One, and for me it was uh, something unusual because we we have some broadcasting in Italy also. Italy is very good in Mm. motorsport, so we have uh, races live, uh, Formula One live at this time, qualifying, free practice, everything live. But I didn't expect to have, uh, I mean, him on uh, on the BTCC. Mm. For me, I recognize immediately the voice yes. and say, "Hi, ah, he commentating also BTCC." <laughs> so that, that's really unusual for the Italian style. Yeah. You did go um, in your career and run in the ITC as well. You talked about the DTM cars before. Just share with people a little bit about that. I mean, there were uh, Bernd Schneider, Klaus Ludwig, I think uh, Larini was in there at that stage. Dario Franchitti, Alex. Verts, Alpha V6, 420 horsepower. Was it was it four wheel drive? Was it four wheel drive? And like 11,000 RPM. That must have been joyous, was it? Yeah, probably is the. If I'm thinking back, it's the best car I never drive in. Wow. In touring car, yeah. because at this time it was even more. Uh, complicated than the Formula One at this time because electronic was uh, starting but no limits. We had uh, traction control, uh, ABS, uh, the first ABS, uh, the um, uh, electronic differential so you can disconnect connect the four-wheel drive so it was a very very complicated car. It was uh, I mean, probably the best car I never drove in, in, in touring car. Amazing. As we said before, you had that rare statistic or rare record of being a British touring car champion, but still getting to race in, in Formula One for Tyrrell. Did that almost in some ways vindicate your move to touring car, that although it was special to still be driving a Formula One car again, that you felt like that was now your your pathway, your journey? I don't have a very good memories from my last race in Formula One because in 95 I was away from uh, 
Formula One since '92. Uh, I had just two tests before this uh, this race. Uh, it I was not ready and my and not focus even not focus. I mean at this time. So my race was not fantastic. I finished the race. I can finish the race, but uh, I, I was not happy about my result. Okay. We should very quickly talk about Honda because on paper their BTCC car it should have won a championship, shouldn't it? Yeah, but uh, if I'm watching back uh, in my long career, I won with uh, so every, many yeah. every manufacturer except Honda. <laughs> I never won with Honda. Also in 2001, I make uh, the European Championship uh, with a very good car, but unfortunately, uh, we didn't win the, the season. Mm. And also in the BTCC, I mean, sometimes uh, the car was very, very good, but uh, unfortunately, we never achieved the target. Mm. Probably it's my fault. Probably it's the team fault. But in the end, we never won. <laughs> when you, I mean, you had a, I think you had a, a multi-year deal, like a five-year deal, didn't you, with them? And when they ultimately went a, a different direction, I thought I saw a quote from you where you said, oh, "I, I accept this. You know, they they need to change, and and that's the sport is like that. You need to change it up sometimes, yeah. don't you?" Yeah, I mean, uh, in the end of uh, 2015, uh, after uh, four or five years spent with them, fighting with the uh, fastest car. To be honest, uh, the car was not uh, as fast as uh, as fast as we we suppose, and uh, they want to change, and I accept, mm. uh, even if I. Uh, this uh, in this season I finished the to- on top uh, f- with the uh, on the drivers, but uh, in terms of points, but I accept this. I, I was uh, fifty already fifty four. Mm. Uh, for the Japanese driver, I remember very well uh, the people talk talk to me when uh, he he let me know that uh, I would be not with them anymore because he, he has uh, the same age of me uh-huh. and say, I, I cannot drive the car. I mean, mm. you you must lose something and uh, that's normal because you are uh, uh, too old to mm. drive the car. And it was hard words yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. hear, them, but in the end it's was, I mean, the reality. I was the oldest driver in uh, WTCC, probably too old to drive. And this was uh, a sort of revenge, personal revenge, because um, I didn't stop. Mm. I spent a fantastic season with Lada, (laughs) winning two races the next year with not a very performant team and cars. And in 2018, uh, I won the world title against Honda because Honda finished <laughs> <laughs> finished third at this championship. So it was a very good uh, revenge. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> Quickly, there is a, a European Touring Car Championship title on on the CV, and you did it after the the demise of Super Touring after that that great era. There are different cars, admittedly, but you got to do that one with Alfa Romeo, didn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was uh, in 2003. Mm. It was a fantastic season. Uh, and I remember because uh, the end of the season was in Monza. Uh, so my home race uh, with a lot of spectators because it was the first uh, race of Alex Zanardi mm-hmm. coming back after the, his accident. Mm-hmm. So he was without legs. Uh, ra- first race, it was full of people, like a Formula One uh, grandstand. Uh, I don't know, I don't remember exactly, but more than 70,000 people wow. was watching this this race. And there was the Italian with the Italian manufacturer <laughs> fighting with uh, a German with a G- German manufacturer with German drivers. So it was... Uh, 
amazing atmosphere. And in the end, uh, I mean, we, we won the title. Very cool. You did ride with Alex Sonati at one stage, didn't you? When, you know, they made that adaption for the car so he could come back and drive touring cars after losing his legs, as you, as you said before. And I, I think you spent much of your time in that car with him watching what he did. Didn't you? I jump with, uh, with him in, yeah. in Imola. I want to see how he was, uh, he was driving this car because I cannot believe how fast he was. Yeah. And because I know that how hard it is to drive uh, also a touring car at the limits, mm-hmm. I want to see. And he, uh, we had a chance uh, to have some V-plaps and uh, he let me jump on his uh, seat as a passenger. I, I was sitting b- with him watching his, his driving and his, I, I tell you, it's amazing. amazing. You mentioned the World Crowns before. Championship in 09 at age 47. World Cup in 2018, age 56. What are you drinking? What's in the water? What is the secret to this life, to this longevity? Probably the focus. I told you before, uh, my focus was uh, only motorsport. I met a lot of fantastic drivers that uh, become very old uh, soon. Uh, Sometimes I met uh, unbelievable drivers that at 30 years old uh, lost uh, speed. Uh, some other very I mean for me the best and the, my reference was Mario Andretti yes. that uh, <laughs> drove the Indy car until the 60s uh, 60 years old he still looks young now doesn't yeah he? still looks uh, yeah. for me it was uh, my idol I mean at this time mm. but I mean I have no secret I, I don't think that I have something special it was just the focus it kept you young which I, which I like is there one satisfying moment along the way where you look back maybe it's a world cup or a world title what's the one thing you look back on and go that's that's the zenith that's the pinnacle for me but I, my my dream was the world title in WTCC and I told my family in 2009 when I won the title in in Seat uh, because I finished second the previous year fighting with Ivan Muller I finished, if I'm not wrong, fourth the, the previous year. So I was always very cold, uh, close, but never win the title. And before the last uh, finale in Macau, I told my wife and my family, okay, if I uh, win, I stop. <laughs> and, <laughs> but fortunately, I didn't tell to anybody else. Okay. I won the title <laughs> and walking to the media uh, room, yeah. I was thinking, but how, why I must stop? In the end, I'm there, I enjoy, I won the world title. Okay, I'm old, but uh, there is no reason to stop. I want to enjoy more. Oh. I, I, is my, I mean, the fire in, inside me is my passion. Is I have nothing to do, what, what I can do without racing. Mm. And fortunately, I... I mean, I, walking to there, I never announced my stop. <laughs> Just speaking about next year. <laughs> Why did you tell your wife? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but she, she understood. <laughs> yeah. You had, a, uh, and probably still do, have a, a great relationship with Ivan Muller. I mean, he's, he's another example of someone who's had a long career, isn't he? Yeah, we had, uh, I spent a lot of uh, time with him and the same team, especially the sad time. Always fighting very, very, very hard, but always uh, fair, and uh, we never lose uh, the control of each other. We can speak uh, on track and out of the track. Uh, I fight with him and lost on 2008. He won the title, and I fight and win on 2009. Mm-hmm. 
But always, I, I mean, also in 2018, so ten year, nine years later, my, my worst opponent was Ivan on same car because he was driving, driving a Hyundai i30 NTCR, so my car, fighting in Macau nine, uh, nine years later, me and him, and we was the oldest guy in the grid. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So November 2021, you're 59, you decide to announce your retirement. When did you arrive at that decision? Can you remember the moment and how hard was that decision to make? Because it had been your life. I mean, you're still involved now, which I think is terrific and we will get to that. But how hard was it to stop? It was very hard, to be honest. Um, I announced, uh, I, in the middle of the season, it was uh, COVID time. It was very hard. Car was not fantastic. I lost performance in qualifying. I struggling a lot since uh, two, 2019. But just a little bit, like a few tenths. What did you notice? Yeah, a few things. I mean, uh, when you compare with your teammate, I had uh, Norby as a teammate. Uh, um, I struggling a little bit, starting from 2019. In race, no. In race, sometimes I was much faster than him. Yeah. Until the last race, I was probably the, the, the fastest guy on race. But in qualifying, I, I had something missing. And for me, I, I didn't accept. I don't, want to, I don't want to have the same moment of on that time. That yeah. somebody comes to me and say, you are too old. On your terms. Yeah. That was my decision. And I decide in the middle of the season, I inform uh, all the Hyundai people that in the end of the... And I, I announce in Italy, on, on my, uh, in Adria, uh, in my home soul, that uh, that's the last season. Another star of touring car racing in the 90s is Paul Radisic. The quietly spoken Kiwi won the World Cup twice in a Ford Mondeo, and a legendary commentator helped to really put him on the map. Murray Walker wrote Radisic, and <laughs> so everyone's calling me Radisic, which is fine, and can call me what they want. But so, uh, and, and I tell you, the, the, around the world, didn't matter if I come here, went to South Africa, through Europe, Australia. You know, people knew knew me as as um, you know British touring cars, touring car driver, and it was it was. I reckon it took about twenty years for that to really die away. Paul had some shirts made to celebrate the quirky pronunciation of his surname that fans snapped up. He chatted for over an hour with Rusty on the garage. The pair recording the episode as they literally sat in a race car at the Leadfoot Festival. Here's another touring car Leadfoot. Let's continue the convo with Gabriele Tarquini. The Hyundai boss, Andrea Adamo, paid tribute to you, saying it's very hard to put into words the contribution that you've made, and you're still doing that. You developed the i30N. That that really was your baby in many yeah. ways, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Also the Elantra. <laughs> <laughs> the Elantra. The Elantra. Yeah, but I was getting to that. So. Yeah, yeah. It, it was my baby. We start uh, together. But also Andrea, I mean, bet on me uh, because I was, uh, I mean, not, uh, I was old in the beginning. It was just to developing the car. Mm -hmm. My first deal with him was, okay, you are old. I need you just to develop the car. We know each other. I trust on Andrea. He trust on me because, I mean, long, uh, I met Andrea 
in Alfa Romeo time in uh, 1995, so a long time ago. I, I had Andrea uh, in um, on that time in WTCC. When he joined Hyundai, the first person call, calls, the first call he made was me, say, okay, If you free next year, we start developing the the racing car yeah. because it was the first racing car for Hyundai because they was just involved on rallying. Mm. And uh, I mean, I sign uh, if I'm not wrong three or four uh, months deal just to develop the car. Say yeah, why not, Andrea? It's my my job. I draw. I I like to develop mm. the car. My first uh, image of the i30 NTCR was on the computering. Uh, I work uh, with the engineer uh, starting from the computer, the cockpit, the position, the, the seat position, everything was chosen by me and the engineer. He had the fantastic people working around the car, to be honest. And uh, after a few months, uh, uh, he let drive uh, uh, this car to other driver, young driver, also professional driver. And in the test, I was always the fastest. And uh, Andrea said, Okay, now we must choose the two drivers enter the end of the 2017 in China. So you are one of these. You ah okay, good, good. It was me and Alan Menu. That's it. Was not a, a young driver. <laughs> and later on, uh, the, the I mean, we won uh, the very first race ever for Hyundai, and I signed personally. I signed after the race the. The deal for the 2018. Wow. It was for one wow, year because yeah. I mean at this age you cannot expect to sign a three years or four <laughs> years deal. Say so I always accept the Andrea decision, and after the 2018, uh, he, he won me for another two seasons. <laughs> Say probably it's too much. I'm old, so that's. But uh, I mean Andrea, I have a, a really good relationship with him. This is a, a new era, and when you. When you meet some of the the end customers, lots of passion in in the, that performance side of the brand, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, uh, my relationship with Hyundai was uh, fantastic because I I went to Korea many times. I met a lot of uh, enthusiastic people because Hyundai is very ho- very young mm. as a racing manufacturer. They start uh, very late to be involved in motorsport. Ten years uh, history on motorsport, uh, coming only from rally. The first season on uh, track was uh, 2017, so they are very young. Mm-hmm. And the first time I went to Korea, I saw the automobile story of Hyundai is younger than me. They start on 1967. I mean, <laughs> 1962. <laughs> I was older than, than the manufacturer. The manufacturer. So. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, unbelievable. Are you proud of the Elantra? I mean, we have one running. I mean, we have an i30N in Australia leading our championship. The Elantra is running second. You have Norbert Mikulis, who you mentioned before, um, and Mikulath Kona, uh, both incredibly good drivers driving for for your team. You're now team manager. Are you in, enjoying that? Yeah, I enjoy. I mean, uh, the adrenaline the adrenaline is not like before, to be honest. Uh, but uh, sometimes, I mean, it's not easy. It's not an easy job because you must take a decision at the very last minutes. You must you must have uh, under control a lot of people beside you, and that's that's not a I mean an easy job. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I 
I can understand also much more than a normal team manager because I was sit- sitting on this car uh, two years ago, yeah. three years ago. Yeah. So I can understand also the driver point of view. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they can listen me much more because they, they are speaking with the driver <laughs> because I never... I mean, driver, you are for forever. I mean, you, you never, I, I stop uh, racing, but uh, driving is forever. And we can speak uh, like, uh, like a driver together and say, I, I can understand you, the feeling you had with the scar, the, 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 sometimes with the acid that I can understand much more because I was sitting on behind the steering wheel until uh, two years ago. You understand very well. A quick comment on both of your drivers. What is... Norbert like I mean he's leading this championship as you and I sit and talk here and Athcona is incredibly good too I mean they're both both very good drivers to have in your stable yeah I mean uh, I I must admit that uh, uh, Norby uh, I I forced Andrea to choose Norby in 2018 Mm -hmm. because he was uh, free of uh, contract with Honda and I say I spend uh, five or six seasons with him. For me, he's uh, the best teammate we can we can have, um, and it was true. He helped me a lot on 2018 because, not because we choose, uh, we, we don't have the first driver and the second driver. But in the middle of the championship, I was far away. I was fighting for the title. It was, I mean, not not fighting for the title, and I trust on him very. I mean, he helped me. Especially on the on the last race, he, he did a fantastic job. When I retired, uh, the Hyundai uh, told me, "What's uh, for you the best choice uh, on on the driver?" And say, for me, the man to take is Ascona. And fortunately, Andrea was uh, there, even if he didn't sign the contract because he was not uh, anymore in the Hyundai at this time. But uh, I mean, both driver was chosen by by Andrea Damo, and that's uh, that's very good. Also, you mentioned before about sorting the car and and uh, how much you enjoy that process, even from the starting with a computer with a clean sheet of paper. They tell me, I don't know how true this is, but they tell me you are really good at knowing straight away a change that the mechanics and the engineers have made. That you can almost feel it when you leave the pit lane before you even go out on the track. Is that true? Yes, but I mean, this comes from karting. Doesn't? Yeah. yeah, I mean, this um, feeling, feeling, yeah. feeling, and sensitivity. Because karting give you an extra feeling because you don't have shock absorber. It's a direct feeling. You have the tires with asphalt and nothing more. Just the flexibility of the the chassis. Mm. But this, I mean, uh, this comes from uh, from the karting. And after I. I was a mechanic as well, so I can I can dismount and mount a gearbox, a differential or suspension. I was uh, I mean I, I I'm interested in mechanics and I was always curious uh, to 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 work around the engineer and that's helped me also uh, to understand how it's work. Lovely. You have to go soon for dinner with the team, I know. So a couple to finish here. Thank you very much for talking to us. Firstly. What's the standard like of our Australian drivers? What have you seen them last week at Sydney Motorsport Park? A little bit of practice here at Bathurst. Will Brown was very strong at, 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 in Sydney there. What do you think of our Australian drivers? Level is very high. I mean, uh, the, the result showed this. I mean, we, we race with the European uh, um, Championship in, in Europe. We race with South America in South America. 
but we had a tough time in uh, in Sydney. I mean, we didn't expect this, to be honest, uh, because I know the car, I know the i30, I know the Elantra, and uh, since the first uh, the first lap, uh, I need to admit that the level was very very good, and. Uh, Everybody was surprised. I mean, we expected these uh, more in uh, in uh, Bathurst, but not in, let me say, normal track like Sydney. And uh, the job uh, that uh, Brown showed in, in Sydney was fantastic. I mean, for me, it's, uh, he's a very good driver. He's got a very bright future and he's got a great drive next yeah, year. With, I know, with, with I know every, everything about <laughs> this. Do you? Do you? Okay. Um, you talked before about the ITC car and how special that was for you, the DTM car. What about the track? I mean, you've driven some unbelievable tracks all around the world. Is there one that you go, that place is something else? I have no doubt. <laughs> Suzuka. Suzuka. Yeah, for me, it's the, the best track okay. ever. Do you have something in the garage at home? A little restoration project, a race car, an old car? Is there a classic car in Gabriele Tarquini's garage? But I had until last year my BTCC 155 Alfa Romeo. <laughs> Did you sell it? Yeah, I oh. sold last year. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> it's keep, uh, it was in my garage since 94, the end of 94. Because I, I had a bet with uh, Giorgio Pianta uh-huh. in the beginning of the season. Say so he, he came for the pre-season test that that championship is very hard. And you will have hard time and say no. I I feel that I can win this ship. Okay, make a bet. If you win, I will give I uh, I give you the car. And you honoured it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing British Touring Car Championship, World Touring Car titles. You drove in Formula One. You love it today as much as that youngster that went karting in the early seventies. Congratulations on a stellar career. Thank you so much for talking to us. And my Italian is not great, but grazie. Thank you. It's a pleasure to speak with uh, somebody also knows uh, racing because you you had uh, some info that uh, <laughs> I totally forgot sometimes. <laughs> Rusty's Garage is written and presented by me, Greg Rust. Series editor and producer is Thomas Dallard. Audio production by Link Kelly. If you've got a guest suggestion, get in touch with me via social media. The Garage, that's where a journey begins with a tank full of passion-fueled stories. Stories.